0: <clears throat> the The temperature says is going to be seventy two and uh we're not used to this because it's been very chilly here but uh i uh I'm comforted because uh, uh we we're, we're not going to freeze today some of you like cold, and some of you like uh just warm. Some of you like real hot. Well, I'm a confused person because from South America, uh, the heat pleases me. But then again, uh, I have a lot of cold times in the States, and it uh, (laughs) freezes me. So I'm becoming numb to anything and just uh, getting used to it. And uh, looking forward to be with you this morning. And I want you to open on Psalm 37. And I have a word this morning about this psalm. It says fret not yourselves because of evil doers, meaning evil doers create an environment that belittles the believer. Now, it says because of it, neither be envious Against the works of iniquity. You know, it's really something. When you are surrounded by people that hate God, that hate the cross, that hate the kingdom, and you are struggling to make ends meet, and they are prospering. Why in the world? It should be the other way around. I should be... Blessed of the Lord with all the. (laughs) And and there should be suffering. And so the psalm simply just prepares the mind of the believer. And the first thing that uh, David said is, Fret not yourself. Now, the word fret means be not fearful. Have a mind that is constantly comparing good with bad. Because when you do that, you begin to get involved with uh, the lying spirit that says, the reason why you're not prosperous is because uh, you uh, don't have any right to be prosperous, but the envious, the the, the, the lost, the, the defeated, the the, the the one that rejects the cross, uh, they're prosperous. Well, let me give you an example. I, I graduated from a school in Atlanta. And uh, and uh, I uh, remember that when I was uh, ordained, I had a robe on top of me. And then he got to the floor and went back. It was like a a a, a, a lady getting married and with a, a dress like a train behind me. I don't know who gave me that dress, but it was someone that really particularly wanted me to look bad. Now the class that I graduated with, not many of those people are still in ministry, at least eighty percent of them uh, are just or died or disappeared from the earth or simply just left the ministry. You see, don't look at those that harass you and persecute you. Don't compare finances with finances. Because if you keep on comparing what you have and they have, fear comes in. And then God will not be able to promote you. And so, Psalm talks about this. Fret not yourselves because of evil doers, neither be envious against the works of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down. Now the day here are the uh, those that are envious, uh, those that are filled with iniquity, for they shall be soon cut down. And so the time here, element here is that during their lifetime, something going to happen to bring them to reality. Look, you never, ever, ever can get away with harassment of the little ones. You cannot ever, ever get away when you harass, when you belittle, when you put down. I remember a church leader saying to me, you make me sick. You charismatic you. Well, I, I didn't know what charismatic was at that point. You know, I, I told her I'd drive a Ford. <laughs> I remember that story. i never forget it. <laughs> because his idea of me was that I am a defined theological place in my life. When in fact... All I wanted really is to feed my children. They soon be cut down, like the grass. Now, you know, I have a house that uh, have a lot of grass to cut. And uh, it's, a, it's a funny thing, that if the motor, the, the machine cuts too low, it actually, after a day after the cutting, it turns yellow as if as if as if the mower cannot really cut the root or come close to the root because the grass begins to die over here he says this, for they soon shall be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. it's referring to cutting down to the core of the grass to a point to where. That is why sheep are not accepted in cattle country. Because the sheep eats the root. It goes "Mm, mm, mm, mm," all the way down. And so after the sheep pass by with 150, 200, 500 sheep, the pasture begins to die. And of course cattle will not do that. That's how cut down biblically means, that God will bring it to a point to where there's no life in you anymore now you have to understand that because some of you are being persecuted some of you are being harassed some of you are being put down by others as if you are unequal unable, insufficient and belittled and and harassed and you have to understand that whoever has the, the manner of putting you down has already been dealt by the Lord without any reason and so it's very difficult when you begin to be filled with fear, God says, those who accuse you and put you down will be cut down. Now, My experience in my life is that uh, it has happened. You see, you've got to create in, in yourself an attitude that you want to win against sin. Because the evil doers Uh, They have sin that is not under submission, that is not under conviction, that is not under repentance. And when you live that way, you die. And that's what I'm trying to tell you this this morning. Fret not yourself because they live that way. You do have sins. You do have uh, uh, shortcomings in your life. But we have to overcome it. And the way to overcome all those situations is to... Bow down at the cross of Jesus Christ and ask Him to forgive you for your sins. Repent and move on. Number three says, trust the Lord. Meaning, fret not. If you do, those that harass you will be cut down. And what do you do? Trust the Lord. And do good. We do a lot of good in our ministry. We, we, we feed thousands of people. We, we blessed all kinds of people that I need. It's like uh, we're surrounded by them. To the tune of thousands of dollars a month that has to be sent overseas to see that uh, the ministry is continuing. That's doing good. But before I do good, I have to trust the Lord because the battle of the enemy at this time and age is serious. Listen. What kind of person would get into a large populated hall, mall, and take his gun and kill five people? Doesn't matter who she's killing. It's this anger, this bitterness, this resentment that you have compared yourself with other people, and they're evildoers and they profit, they prosper, they drive fancy cars, they're millionaires, billionaires, and you are stuck. Trust the Lord and do good. Before you finish your turkey, take half of it and go find in the street somebody who needs a piece of that turkey and sit down there and share and eat with them right there in the middle of the street. Now, do good. Trust the Lord. Do good. And he says, So shall you dwell in the land? And verily you shall be fed. So the feeding comes in when you trust the Lord, let God cut down those that harass you, and not get involved with fear. Fear is, a, is an unbelievable thing these days. You don't know what you're going to do in the future. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how you're going to pay the bills. You don't know what what is going to do and happen to you. Trust the Lord. Trust the Lord. Those who come against you and harass you and put you down, God will cut down. And so it says, Trust the Lord and do good. And you shall dwell in the land. And look at this. Verily means, Yes, yes, yes. You shall be fed. What do you mean by that? He'll take care of the bills. You pay your gas. You send you food. You send you shelter. I remember after my experience with the Lord that as I returned home, uh, Mary Lucy had a pouch of uh, yellow telegrams. In those days, 1970s, early 70s, 75 telegrams was the email of the day. You know, Instagram yell about this big. And the pile is this high. All of that simply said that all the gigs that I had worked out, meaning I sent like a thousand letters to small colleges from Brevard Junior College in Fort Lauderdale all the way to Maine in the Eastern Coast. And I presented a tape with the music. And they would love to have that to entertain the students. Uh, uh, And so I was booked everywhere me, Lindsay, and somebody else, a a, a drum, a piano, uh, a a guitar, a piano, and a set of drums, or something like that, two guitars. We just got there and were paid like $400, $100 each. And uh, I remember how struggling I was, how hungry I was to hear the Lord speak to me and to try to work it out. And suddenly... As I came home and I saw the telegrams, a man came to my house. And I'll tell you his name. His name is Carl Newton. He's still alive. Lives in Athens, Georgia. And he backed up his car and took food. Out. Now, he, never, he didn't know what I was going through. He didn't know the problem that I had of all the bookings being canceled. He simply bought food. I remember because there were about ten cans. There were silver-like cans. And as you open it, uh, there was chicken inside, just a white chicken, just been trapped in there for years. <laughs> and uh, I never will forget that. Uh, and uh, and uh, so what was happening there? The Lord was feeding me. God was feeding me. Those were hard days where I had to go to Columbia Theological Seminary, trip to store to, to get clothing, use clothing. Those are hard days, tough days. I wasn't comparing myself with anybody else I was just waiting upon the hand of the Lord and I can tell you you shall be fed is a witness to me God has fed me oh how how do I remember coming to Valdosta Georgia First Methodist Church and after the pastor gave me an offering I went directly to uh, (laughs) I went directly to McDonald's cut the quarter pounder with cheese in a half and saved the other half so I could take home. I ate half and waited for the other half to give to my children. Those were hard days. But I can tell you this. Even in that stuff, even in that moment, I was being fed by the Lord. Every, every provision, every sufficiency, every need, shoes, clothing, God was beginning and continued to provide. And so, trust the Lord and do good. And you shall dwell in the land and verily you shall be fed so now you do not fret let god cut down trust the lord and he will put food in your mouth then verse 4 begins to now bring into intimacy because up to now you deal with others it's fret involves others cut down involve others trust the lord and do good and involve doing good to others. But now Psalm 37 and David's begin to move toward another area. And he's he's now just leaving the earth, leaving people. And he is reaching out to the skies. He says, Delight yourselves also in the Lord. And He shall give you the desires of your heart. Now, that's quite a, quite a verse. How do you delight yourself in the Lord? You know, I have a little song that I sing. Hallelujah, anyhow. Never, never let your trouble catch you down. When temptations come your way, lift your head up high and say, Hallelujah. And, and I'm delighting. It can be sometimes uh, 5 o'clock in the morning. I get my guitar, and I just sing it to myself, sing it to the Lord. Delighting simply means, I thank you, Lord. I bless you, Lord. I thank you for loving me. I thank you, Lord, for this food. Hallelujah. Give Lord a kiss. Mm -hmm. I love you, Lord. You are a blessing to me, God. I praise you, God. I thank you, Lord Jesus. And you move in the spirit realm and start to pray in the spirit, and before too long, you're delighting. You are in His presence. Meaning, if you are going to be a Christian that serves God, you're going to have to lose all these others out of the way, and you begin to delight yourself in the Lord. Delight means enjoy His presence, okay? He shall give you. Now, if you delight yourself with the Lord, He shall give you the desires of your heart. Now, what is a desire of your heart? A uh, 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 Mercedes Benz car? Eh, not really. <laughs> You see, I used to have a Mercedes, used Mercedes, and then after I bought it, I took it to repair in Athens. And after they gave me the bill, I lost total love for that type of car. I never want to touch one ever again. The the, the bill was so high it made me run <laughs> from, from I don't want it. So, in other words, what is what what is a desire of your heart? A Mercedes? What is the desire of your heart? Of? What What is it? Well, life presents us with uh, places that you have a need. A young man that is uh, 35 uh, years old, he wants a wife. That's a desire. It's a pure desire. A mother that is married for two years and she wants a baby, which is a, an unbelievable thing. You see, earlier in the marriage... Uh, uh, you didn't pay attention to that. But now that you are are really married and you have no children, you begin to ask the Lord for a child. And uh, a lady came to our office to work. A very female, very sensitive young lady. I mean, it looks like if you just cough in front of her, she'll break a bone. She was very kind and gentle, speaking very beautiful English. and, uh, And we... So finally... You know, I noticed that she didn't quite actually want the job. She wasn't here for that purpose. All she was, that she wanted a baby. And so, one of the prayers that I have is to have pray for women that wants a baby. And after we pray for her, John, and those days were uh, Betty and, and Cindy. And we pray for her. Her name is Andresa. And Andresa got pregnant. I'm not asking you to come to my office to pray for a baby. Don't come. Don't come. What I'm saying is, that's a delight of your heart. It's a delight of your heart. When you, when you know that God gave you a baby, it's a delight. So what, I, what is a delight? Delight yourself with the Lord, and He shall give you desires. What is a desire? <coughs> desire is something that completes your life and causes you to be happy with God. That's a good desire. It's not material. It's not something money. It's not something uh, uh, mortgage related. It's not something related. It has to do with a little baby called Peyton. And the mother is Jessica. And Peyton's kidney needs to be healed. It has to do with a businessman... That hasn't a problem with the IRS for seven years. It has to be with an incident in life that caused a horrible commotion in your life, and you have not been able to get out of it. It has to do with breast cancer. It has to do with the car that don't sell. It has to do with the <laughs> it has to do with the husband. You know, there's a there's a young lady somewhere that I know that calls me and asked me if God could give her a husband in 2022. Yeah, now that is a desire. A desire is pure, it's beautiful, it's honest, it's sharp, it's wonderful, it's holy, it's practical, it's exciting, and it is pure. Delight yourselves In the Lord, meaning, dance, sing, play guitar, go to Israel. Oh, we've done some some of that on the boat at uh, at the Lake of Galilee. And we rejoiced in the Lord. Now, He will give you the desires of your heart. Dance, and you're going to get an answer. Number five, commit yourselves, commit your way unto the Lord. Commit your way unto the Lord. Now, committing your way has to do that the path that you take has God pointing, directing, and encouraging you. Committing your way has to do with direction. It doesn't say commit to the Lord. It says commit your way. What do you do? Where do you go? How do you respond? Trust also in in Him and He shall bring it to pass. So if you are within the will of God. You see, the reason why some of us are out of the will of God is because we hear somebody else and what they think we should do. But the fact is that when you <coughs> commit yourself unto the Lord, His path is what you want. You probably don't know which path to take. you lost as a Jaybird bird in New York City. You don't know where to go. But when you commit your way to Him, God, if this is your way, open the door. If this is not your way, close the door. God opens doors that no one can open, and God closed doors no one can close. And so it has to do with Not moving away from what God wants you to be. Not moving away from His will. How do I know that I'm in His will? I'm not leading. I'm not listening to anybody else telling me nothing. I want the Lord to confirm. And He shall bring to pass. Bring to pass what? Your way. Your direction. Where you're going. And He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noonday. These are the rewards of those that will not fret themselves. They will allow, God will cut the, the enemy down. You'll trust the Lord, you delight yourself, and you and commit, and, and, and He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light. Meaning that God will make you holy, correct you, empower you, and leads you in life. Oh, I tell you. Nothing more precious than allowing the Lord to lead. Oh, I've, one of the biggest mistakes I ever made is try to lead myself. It doesn't work. You see, we're in a time now where we're in, on this camera every single day. We're in a time right now that we're heading to Peru in January. We're heading to Cuba uh, in February or March. We're heading to Brazil in June. We're heading to back to Peru again or Cuba in the fall. And God is sending new people, new people to be a part of our ministry, new people to be a part of these trips. And the numbers and the names are changing. And then the last thing He says, number seven, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Fret not yourself because of him who prospers in his way. Going back to verse 1. Because of the man who brings wicked devices to pass. So the four keys to really victorious Christian life is trust, delight, commit and rest. I know you heard about this sound. But I want to tell you that trust is faith and action. Delight is faith in our active. Commit, you know, in Athens, Georgia, there's a slogan all over the place where the billboards have heard Commit to the G. Commit to the G. Well, that simply means send me money. Help the University of Georgia. Invest into the children that go to the University of Georgia. Commit. And after you've done that, you got to rest. <coughs> what do you do? Resting. I want to tell you this. I have a sofa in my house. It's one chair, and uh, and uh, uh, you have to get, do a little bump in it. It's not a lot of fluffy stuff. It's really kind of more rigid chair. And uh, and when I sit on it, I go on the top, and my head go down. I will count to ten, and I'm already a napping. I'm just napping. And there's a clock way down there that, that says 4 o'clock. And I can tell you, when it hits 5 o'clock, I'm way, I wake up. Rest means you disconnect completely from what is assailing, what is the concern, what are the problems, and, the, and you simply just just take a nap. Let the Lord work things out. You know, I'm a, I'm a Latin blood person. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm only on you 24-7 about a, <laughs> all kinds of things. In other words, my brain just keeps on, keeps on telling things and thinking things and, and things that I need to do. Verse 8 says, Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself in any wise to do evil. Never turn to what is which is evil to remedy the situation. Whenever the situation might be, continue to trust, delight, commit, and rest. For evil doers will be cut off, say it again. But those who wait upon the Lord shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be. Yes, you shall diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth. You shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Oh, oh my goodness! Grace is alive. What an abundance of peace! I went up to to pay home property tax, and uh, it was at several thousand dollars. And so, I got to the window, and I gave the lady the check for the year's tax because I pay once a year. I don't. Uh, I hide every month a little money there I just pay one time a year. And she looked at it and one of the computer and looked at it and gave the check back to me and simply said you're not paying this month this year. I I never heard such a thing. <laughs> and some joy came into me and I said ma'am I I I'm sorry if I'm laughing but can you please tell me what what is it? She says, uh, Mr. Bonfam, when a uh, 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 mate passes away, passes to eternity. We don't offer, we don't receive your taxes for that year. So because of Mary Lucy, that, thank you, Mary Lucy. I appreciate. <laughs> I didn't pay tax because Mary Lucy passing. Now that was peace came over me, abundant peace. So, oh Lord. Thank you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. Trust the Lord. Delight yourself in the Lord. Commit to him. And rest. He's gonna give you are going to make it, says the Lord. You are gonna make it. Bye bye. <coughs>